the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. For in-depth business and investing news, we are Business 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Former Vice President Joe Biden is expected to join the crowded 2020 Democratic presidential race next week. After eight years as Barack Obama's vice president and nearly four decades as a U.S. senator, Joe Biden is one of the most recognizable names in U.S. politics. His working class background is seen as an asset, but at 76, his age raises questions and a half century in elected office presents other challenges. His 1988 White House bid ended after a plagiarism scandal. He's apologized for the grilling Anita Hill got over sexual harassment allegations against Clarence Thomas during the Supreme Court Justice's confirmation hearings. And just last month, he struggled to respond to claims of unwanted touching from a number of women, though none alleged sexual misconduct. That is correspondent Ben Thomas. On Wall Street, the financial markets were closed yesterday for Good Friday. This is SRN News. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. It's the King Banyan Show. 
As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Just say what you got, man. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show. This is 1440. Thank you for bearing with us when we uh, were away last week. Um, wonderful time had in Boston, although the weather did not did not augur well for uh, great uh, Boston Marathon racing. It was a very exciting, if you were watching it, uh, it was a very exciting finish uh, between the two top runners on the men's side. But I was there to watch my daughter and participate, and, and it's the first time I've actually gone to support a runner in the Boston Marathon. What fun. Just a, a great time. Also a chance to see uh, family since uh, Boston is still uh, is still my home city. Uh, actually, I'm from Manchester, New Hampshire, up the road about 50 miles. But um, since, the, since we don't have the Celtics or the Bruins or the Red Sox, and yeah, the Patriots, bleh. Um, we, um, we're, we're always, uh, excited when we get a chance to be back there and hear everybody talk the way they do talk there. Just this wonderful experience. If you've never experienced watching uh, a major, uh, marathon, if you're living in the Twin Cities and you've not hung out at the, uh, at the Twin Cities Marathon, or if you're up, if you're up north and go to grandma's in June, if you've never had that experience, I suggest it, uh, not because... Don't go to see the race as much as to be just part of the group that's watching the race and enjoy the time you spend with them. We got to meet some fabulous people um, at at about the 5K mark up in uh, Ashland, Massachusetts. The race is a point to point, so it starts out it starts out literally 26 miles to the to the west of what we we consider downtown Boston, and then ends right on Boylston Street, right right near. Uh, Right near Fenway Park, uh, Fenway Park, and uh, and just just a fabulous place to go. Um, indeed, I'll talk a little bit more about running in the second hour because uh, the the Earth Day half marathon up here in St. Cloud is happening right now. Um, they had a 5K last night, which, which I ran as well. But uh, I want to talk a little bit about Earth Day because Earth Day is Monday, and uh, we'll have we'll have some discussion of that. Discussion of that, and I've always wanted to. Um, um, I've always wanted to have the uh, opportunity every time we're coming up. This is the 49th anniversary of Earth Day, uh, of the original Earth Day in 1970. So that means next year is 50, and it'll be a big, big deal. So if you want to be prepared, stay tuned to the second hour of the show today. We're here. Uh, we're here, of course, on uh, on. Uh, Holy Week. Uh, it's, uh, we uh, celebrate. Uh, this is Holy Saturday before uh, Easter Sunday, uh, and and so of course uh, we celebrate that. I will tell you while I was after after the finish of the race, um, we had to get ourselves back to a place where we're meeting up with family and friends uh, in in a watering hole over in Brookline, and. Uh, and as we uh, as we entered the place, I look up at the screen. It's the first time I had noticed that uh, the first time I, had, I I knew anything about the fact that uh, Notre Dame Cathedral was uh, in Paris 
was ablaze. My daughter had just been to Paris the pre- uh, uh, summer last year and had toured it. I toured it as a 15-year-old, um, which, uh, as you probably surmise, is a long time ago. Um, we all have memories of it, but uh, it's 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 quite remarkable. I may talk about a little bit more about that and sort of the efforts to rebuild it and the reaction to efforts to rebuild it during the during the second hour as well today they tie to the earth day the earth day theme if you don't mind but for this hour for this hour okay we've gone back and forth about recession back and forth back and forth is there one coming did the fed tighten too much in december um is the uh, is the current administration going to have a recession when it runs? We we've asked the question when it runs in twenty twenty for re-election. Um, we've asked that question of our local business people, and we've talked about that. Well, the first quarter GDP numbers come out this coming week, and I got to tell you, the, the where we are right now with the forecasts are about as clear as mud. Um, so that you can go out and say lots of different things about whether or not a recession is coming, and you could probably find some data to support that. So what I want to do over this first hour is to review some information, think about think about what it means, and then sort of play it forward for you. Where are we in terms of the recession that may or may not be coming over the next few over the next uh, few months into maybe even next year. So with that, what I would tell you is, is this, uh, call us if you're, if, if you, do you think a recession is on the way this hour? Really what I want to talk about is what do you think the economy is doing right now? Six, five, one, two, eight, nine, four, four, seven, seven. Okay. This is again, this is never on this show. We do not talk about individual stocks and I don't try to forecast the stock market, you've got hours upon hours of other programming here on Business 1440 that do that. I don't do that. I know that they released the Mueller report this week. That is the last time I'll use the man's name in this show. If you're interested in that stuff, guess what? I bet Mitch Berg has you covered. Northern Alliance Radio Network goes over from Business 1440 over to our sister station, AM 1280 The Patriot, later starts starting at one o'clock and with with mitch and then and then i do not know brad's plans for easter sunday um he may be he may be uh on vacation but my guess is my guess is he he'll have something to say eventually that's where you go for that information here in this place we talk about economics and we talk about we talk about what whether or not gdp will continue to grow in 2019 and at what rate it's going to grow and there's a lot of information out there to 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 look at so just calc here's just three merrill lynch posted yesterday despite various distortions to begin 2019 we expect real gdp in the first quarter to be a solid 2.4 percent at a seasonally adjusted annual rate, slightly up from the fourth quarter of 2018, which was 2.2, according to the latest estimate. The New York Fed is saying that that 
that the now cast they have is at 1.4 percent for 2019, and 1.9 percent for for quarter one, and and at 1.9 percent for quarter two. Uh, for, from the G, from at the Atlanta Fed, first quarter 2019, 2.8% 2. using their now casting formula, unchanged from April 18th. This includes new data on residential construction, um, it, 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 although, although they will say that uh, real residential investment growth probably was less than we expected. Now, one of the things I will say is it is unusual at this late date. You would expect a nowcast, which uses roughly the same data. Ru- you know, there's d- different ways to do it. I'll, let, me, I'll, let me explain what a nowcast is. Okay, so a nowcast is meant to forecast a number that's coming within the next few months. And what it does is it takes a number that's going to be released say, four weeks after the the end of event and tries to predict it with things that you already know about the period in which it's being released from earlier releases. So if you think about the range we do, on the King Banyan show, we always have Job Saturday. The first inclination of what happened in any month is the employment survey, the employment report that comes out on the first Friday after after the first of a month. The first Friday of any month, unless it falls on the first, so that usually that sometimes gets kicked over to the eighth. But normally, the first Friday of the month, you get a you get the employment report. It's your first peak at what's happened. The second peak that you of what's what's happened comes in all of the other things, like the construction report. L- some information about sales, although you don't get the retail sales figures until much later for the last month. But if you're trying to build out a quarterly number, we have a lot of information about what happened in January and February. And we have some information about what happened in March. We don't have a lot. That data is out there and known to both sides. The Nowcast takes all of that monthly information and sometimes even uses... Uh, this is true for for New York, uses some weekly data to try to calculate what the reading for GDP will be. There's, there's overlap in the two nowcasts, but to have one at 1.4 and one at 2.8 is pretty unusual. Okay, and if you think about what the reaction will be next Friday, we'll talk about the GDP. We'll talk about first quarter GDP next Saturday because that's we'll get the report on Friday, the initial report on Friday. But if it comes in closer to the New York Fed's number of one point four, the discussion about recession and maybe the Fed overreacted in December and now it's getting its act straight, all of that will will redound and and multiply through the early summer. But what if it does come in at two and a half? What's the story then? What if, if despite despite weather, despite the government shutdown that we were 
we were obsessed with in January. What if despite all that, first quarter GDP in the first quarter GDP turns out to be greater than it was in the fourth quarter? What happens to that conversation? That's what we want to talk about next. We'll be back after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Introducing the new $5 Biggie Bag from Wendy's. It comes with a new bacon double stack made with a quarter pound of fresh, never frozen beef and topped with crispy apple with smoked bacon. Plus four nuggets, fries, and a drink all for just five bucks. That's right, just $5. The new $5 Biggie Bag from Wendy's is everything you could ever want. Well, at least for lunch. Try Wendy's new $5 Biggie Bag today. Biggie Bag includes four-piece nuggets, small fries, and a small drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Approximate weight before cooking. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii. Hello, I'm Mark Stoneman, president of WNAV Audiovisual. WNAV Audiovisual provides equipment and technicians for events of all sizes, from a handful of people to large ballrooms and convention centers as well. We also provide installation services for churches, schools, and corporations. No matter how many people are at your event, WNAV has the technicians and expertise along with the equipment to make each event successful. Audiovisual services include equipment such as sound systems, microphones, projection systems with screens, laptops, draping, lighting, and all the related equipment, and also web streaming services. So your meeting can go beyond the four walls of your space. WNAV Audiovisual, where your meeting is our business. Please contact us at WNAV-video.com. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com.
Get used to it. You're going to hear that a lot today. Of course, that's the uh, John Denver Earth Day song. We'll be, we'll be playing it again during the second hour when we get to do Earth Day. What's going, what's going on with this and how to respond to the people who want to make sure that you turn off all your lights. Um, that's... Um, that. That's one of those things. I actually actually just retweeted. So I retweeted a uh, a post from uh, the Financial Times about how lights get used to measure economic activity. We'll we'll talk about that too, uh, in in the second hour. But this hour, this hour's King Banyan Show Business fourteen forty six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. Okay, you more optimistic or more pessimistic about where the economy is going? I I. I am, I am gaining confidence that the recession will slide by 2019 and maybe even slide by 2020. This has been just a, such an unusual period of how to interpret data. There's such a mix out there. And that's why I think here you have these two different Federal Reserve Banks, the one in Atlanta, the one in New York, trying to do pretty much the same thing but they use their own data they use they use a different group of data they use a different methodology and they come in with a very different outcome for what they think GDP will be one at 1.4 one at 2.8 and if you look at what the investment houses are putting out there they're typically in that range of of about between two and two Two and a half. Two point eight from the Atlanta Fed's a little further out there than than I had seen uh, for quite some time. But it doesn't mean doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means that's a little further out there than than I had than than I had expected. But if you you look out there, if you look at the blue chip economic forecast, blue chip said about was at about was at about one and a half on the fifth of April. After having a, the consensus being above two percent back in early back in late January, it dropped down, dropped down, and right about the time it started to drop, by about mid March, the Atlanta Fed's forecast began to began to move up because they were. This, this is what's really interesting about this. There, no, the now cast that Atlanta had in early March was really pessimistic. It was down at one half of 1%. In fact, it fell as low as 0.3% um, in, the middle of, in the middle of March, uh, right around the 15th. But over the last four weeks, it's picked up, uh, picked up, went above 2% in early April and has continued to slowly climb to now reach that 2.3%. Now to reach that two point uh, that two point eight percent figure that I gave you a moment ago. Okay, so that has to be seen as more recent data giving us a more positive outlook. What is that data? Okay, the trade deficit. The trade deficit was. Decre- you know, fell in 
in February, down from 51 billion to 49.4 billion when we expected it to rise. Now, that was largely because exports had been, had risen while there was just a slight increase in imports here in the US. Exports in March, guess what? They'll probably be down. Why? Boeing 737. Export numbers month to month are largely driven by the big ticket items, and there's nothing that's a bigger ticket item than airplanes. By the way, a number that will be in the now cast figure of either New York or Atlanta but should edge us down from where we're going to be like you know 1.4 2.8 now it's probably it's probably not going to go up much beyond that but nonetheless if we had a positive net exports figure in february that's a that and that's just been put out in the last week cuz those data are always very late to report that's a net positive for us gdp in quarter one. New York Fed numbers were up. Initial claims are now down at 192. Remember when we used to talk about them being up over 400 about you know, when we started this show about 10 years ago? Yeah, now they're down at now they're down um, now they've had two quarter they've had two weeks in a row where they're below they're below 200,000 initial jobless claims. Continuing claims are down three, for over the last three months. People who are collecting unemployment benefits are going are finding work and going back into the labor force. The biggest number of the week was, of course, the March retail sales figure. Core gain of one percent. Okay, that's taking that's taking out gas and and groceries. Six tenths higher than expected. If you take out all the smoothing. On a dollar basis, we're just above where sales totaled in November. But remember, those data are not are not being seasonally adjusted. November is always a pretty high month, so we've done pretty well. So we are so so those are the positive things. Can you find negative stuff? Yes, the manufacturing. Okay, if you looked at and I posted this yesterday, our hashtag is pound kbrs. My Twitter handle is at banyan show. If you look at the uh, look at the retail sales numbers, you'd be woo! Everything's going to be great. We're going to have a blowout, a blowout uh, first quarter number. And on the very same day, they release the they release information from the IHS uh, Purchasing Managers Index, the Composite Index, which fell to fifty two point eight from fifty four point six. This indicator is highly correlated with GDP. You can use just the PMI numbers to do a forecast. And if you did that right now, you'd be at a number actually slightly below 2%. So, according to uh, Market, which is which is a large global forecasting shop, Within it, they say, the survey indicates the manufacturing downturn seen in the first quarter has persisted into April, 
But growth in the service sector is also slumped to a two-year low as the malaise showed further signs of spreading beyond the factory sector. The April surveys are consistent with GDP rising at an annual rate of just under 2% with the official manufacturing production with the official measure of manufacturing production remaining in decline. We got negative numbers, you know, to confirm that, we got negative numbers from the New York manufacturing the New York Fed's manufacturing index, the Philadelphia manufacturing index, and US industrial production which fell 1/10 percent month over month in March versus an expectation of an increase of two tenths. Okay, this is okay. This what's happening in the manufacturing sector, I think pretty clearly, is what's concerning. So for me, here in central Minnesota where manufacturing is a larger share of our economy than it would be even for you folks in the Twin Cities who might be listening to us here on Business 1440. If you listen to us online, of course, you could be anywhere. Uh, manufacturing, a uh, declining manufacturing sector makes the outlook up here in greater Minnesota, and particularly in central Minnesota, more troubled than it might be for the country as a whole. So, I keep an eye on the manufacturing numbers because I have to because I I'm a local forecaster and and for us manufacturing matters more. So it feels a little more negative to me, but I have to uh, but I've recognized over the last few weeks and months that the experience we're having here is not the experience people are having elsewhere. So let me let me let before we go go away to a break what i want to do is i want to he- let you hear how the administration is thinking about it how is the administration thinking about it this was yesterday on uh, stuart on varney and company on fox business this is kevin hassett the chair of, of president trump's council of economic advisors trying to put a trying to put uh, a, a good face on on the on what i really think is a set of mixed data And then I'm going to tell you why I'm becoming a little more positive after the break. But first, let's hear what what Kevin Hassett has to say. Play cut one, please. Guy is saying, here he comes. Yeah, I mean, there's so much momentum right now, uh, Stuart, in, in the economy. It just seems almost impossible that there'll be a recession by the summer of next year. And a way to think about it is that you saw the, the blockbuster retail sales this week. The reason why everybody's spending so much money on, on consumption goods, consumer goods, is that incomes are rising so fast right now. Even the bottom 10% of Americans saw their wages grow up, uh, go, go up last year, 6.5%. And so with that kind of income growth, there's going to be consumption growth, there's going to be GDP growth. We've got and, all this capital if, spending if, happening. If it's it's just right so he so he cuts him off and he goes off to talk about about the uh, selections of herman cain and stephen moore and we've talked about that i'm i'm done with that topic um i i i, I just don't i i've i'm 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 not going to care about those individual people i i'm we're gonna we're gonna have to record something pretty soon about uh about the independence of the fed and why it's important but why I don't think I don't think uh, Herman Cain and Steve Moore are the are are, are what's what's the problem here? Uh, but what I so what I would say is what I would point out to you is here's here's what the administration is saying. They're saying things are hunky dory. They don't believe there's a recession even happening next year. Well, they should hope not because 
an election that is going to be difficult to win at any rate will be even more difficult to win if we're in a recession next summer. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Restricting free speech is restricting truth. The far left has crossed a line, silencing conservatives across America. Shadow banning on Twitter, Facebook, blocked ads on YouTube, restricted searches on Google, Prager University. Why isn't it fully available everywhere? All of these are direct attacks on our First Amendment rights. It's time for conservative America to wake up. You have a choice. You can fight back with veteran-led PatriotMobile.com, America's only conservative cell phone company. Every phone call protects your constitutional rights. Every bill that you pay fights for your freedom. Get the same reliable nationwide coverage you already have and know that your hard-earned money is supporting conservative organizations like the Heritage Foundation, PragerU, and Alliance Defending Freedom. With plans starting as low as $25 a month, why wait? Call 1-800-A-PATRIOT. Use the word Hugh or visit patriotmobile.com forward slash Hugh to waive your activation fee. We will not be silent. Join me and thousands of Americans. Switch to Patriot Mobile today and let freedom ring. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1-800-930-2646. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-930-2646. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-930-2646. 1-800-930-2646. Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. We are there when you get your first job, helping you to save for the future. We are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together. We are there if the unexpected happens to help you see life from a new perspective. We are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, Business 1440. Be with you. 
Nice piece there, Andrew. Like that. I like that. How is this hard for me? I love music so much that sometimes I don't want to interrupt good tunes, but uh, we kind of have to do that because you didn't come here to listen to music. You came here to listen to me. The aforementioned King Bane on the King Bane Show here on Business 1440. 651-289-4477. Here, herein comes the hard part of the story. How do we balance the, the, the good and the bad news? Because honestly, there there's... There's reason to look and say, okay, the retail sales numbers, they look really, really solid. Despite bad weather, which depresses and shift, but often just shifts around those sales. So a strong number in March to me is a makeup call for the fact that, gosh, in January and February, there were days where where we really thought to ourselves, do we really need to go to the store today? Do we really need, is there something else in the house we can make for dinner? Because I don't want to go outside. And it wasn't just for us in central Minnesota. It was for people around the country. We're, okay, on the other, but, but no, overall, the retail sales data that came in March told us that there was a lot of pent-up demand, that the weather did depress what happened in January and February. Had they come in, ne- had they come in, meh, then we would have said, "Oh, there's a big problem here." On balance, I think they're positive. But I don't. I mean, they're not overwhelmingly positive, but but it it was a big number. Everyone everyone had an expectation that was that was um, underestimated the performance of the retail sector. On the other hand, the manufacturing sector down, right? So we get the questions asked. Um, um, Stuart Varney apparently didn't like Kevin Hassett's answer and started to move him away from talking about the growth of the economy, but he wasn't the only one. Um, Jamie Dimon uh, from uh, Morgan Stanley uh, was or J.P. Morgan? I, I guess it's now J.P. Morgan. I still call it Morgan Stanley from time to time because um, I'm an old guy. Uh, it is a. Um, it was on with Maria Bartiromo on Thursday, also on Fox Business, and and is asked, "How do you think the economy is doing?" And he answers this: "Play cut number two, please." Cut of a year, rest of the year, are you expecting that? Yeah, I think the United States is going to be okay. And, and uh, you know, again, I could be wrong. You know, we don't predict that. We don't run the company that way. We run the company. We're going to serve our clients regardless of where the economy. We want to be there in bad times for our clients. And, and also, you go around the world. You know, Japan is growing a little bit. Europe's growing a little bit. Germany slowed down, but Europe's going a little over 1%. I think China's going to make it 6%. Brazil went from negative 4 to 0. There, there are other positive signs. You know, people tend to focus on all the positives or focus on all the negatives. You know, if you made the whole list, there, there's some bad things out there. There's some good things. And... We'll see. That's a really, really excellent take to me. Uh, this is, the, and, but notice what he focused on. He focused on the global economy, like we have here on the King Banyan Show. We have said that the risk of recession comes from no place as much as it would come from from China and Europe. So what's happened? Well, I haven't talked to you in two weeks. Within the last two weeks, okay, we had been standing, we'd been 
on tenterhooks planning to do an emergency taping had things gone gone sideways with the Brexit deadline. They didn't. They kicked the can for six months. So there's there are still issues in Europe, far as I'm concerned. Okay, but uh, the UK, it's its inflation rate is fine. Uh, retail sales were up 1.2 percent uh, month over month after because everyone expected Brexit to be disruptive, and then it didn't happen. Okay, if you looked at investor expectations in Germany, they're they're above zero. Okay, net positive expectations for the first time since March of last year. Um, German economy is is still going to be subdued, but it's not it's not all that negative. If I think about the the negative side of this, uh, think about the ne- negative side of this. The UK's had an increase in credit card defaults. Uh, the Eurozone PMI number was down a little bit, not too much. It's not that big a concern for me. Car registrations down some. You could have picked through the data and found some negative things over there. But on balance, <clears throat> between the the postponement of Brexit and what appears to be perhaps some lessening of the uh, lessening of the uh, alarm bells quieting of the alarm bells coming from Germany, Europe seems fine. Seems to be doing a fair amount better. Diamond is more positive about Japan than I am. I don't think Japan's bouncing back in any way, shape, or form. There are a few numbers that are out there that make it um, that make it seem like uh, things are getting a little bit better there, but they're still... I think ma- the manufacturing sector in Japan is doing about as badly as I think the manufacturing sector in the States is doing. Um, it does not help Japan when China and the United States are having spats over everything from trade to who gets to take a boat through the South China Sea. It is not conducive to them. Um, so there's significant risk in Japan, worse than I think than I think. Uh, than I think uh, uh, Diamond puts it. Uh, so I would disagree with him there. But China itself reported very strong numbers. Now, do we believe those numbers? Well, I've tweeted to you uh, at Pound KBRS. You'll find in the Twitter feed a, uh, a story, an artic- a, a piece that's been written about Chinese production, uh, production and and, stati- and local statistics and how they estimate GDP. It's very enlightening if you ever wanted to get get really uh, get dirt under your fingernails, understand how statistics are created in China. It's not it's not just somebody writing down what the damn well please. They actually have a method to do it, but the method seems to be fraught with some errors and some biases that make the headline numbers look better than they really are. Nonetheless, if I if I look, retail sales, industrial production, retail sales are at 6.4, which isn't great, but it's better than had been forecasted. The jobless rate is down to 5.2 percent in in China. That's not bad at all. Their retail sales numbers are up. Their industrial production numbers are up. Their manufacturing sector is actually doing okay, unlike Japan and the U.S. I don't think that's been as big. In, I, I think China is becoming less of a worry for me. 
if you want to pick a country and say, well, this country is going into recession, and that could be a real, that could have real impact on uh, what happens in the United States. Believe it or not, even though the price of gas at your gas tank is going up right now, I would worry about countries that were dependent on on uh, natural resources for much of their GDP growth over the last decade or so, and that would be two countries, Canada and Australia. Okay? Their, their service sector PMI went back up over 50%. That sounds okay. But if I go, if I if I look elsewhere in Australia or Canada, Bank of Canada's quarterly business survey was negative in quarter one. That's the first time since 2016. Quote from the survey from the Bank of Canada: Firms' expectations for sales remain positive, but have softened as several businesses are less optimistic about demand. The main headwinds are a more uncertain future in the Western Canadian energy sector. Continued weakness in housing-related activity in some regions, and tangible impacts from global trade tensions. Okay. Side note to Congress: Just pass USMCA. It doesn't do any damage. I know there's a study out that says it's on balance help. I tweeted it out to you. Uh, a 68 billion dollar gain over in a 20 trillion dollar economy. It isn't a whole heck of a lot. I'm just not. I'm I'm not really I'm not really uh, concerned to I'm, I'm not really paying too much attention to that. I still think it's possible that Australia, which has gone over 25 years without having a recession, I think might finally have had enough imbalances build up over time that that they're going to reach one here in, in the in the near future. So between. So what makes me a little more confident about what's happening in why I don't think a recession happens in 2019 and maybe maybe even, maybe Hassett is right, maybe we slide into 2020 and we don't see one, is that the, the headwinds we saw coming from overseas, which I talked significantly about in December and January, seem to have lessened. Okay, so... My, I, I remember doing a presentation to a group in uh, in in uh, Minneapolis uh, in December, and I said, "Well, I have real concerns, and my real concerns are based on what's happening overseas." But at that point, we thought China would would have significantly slower growth, at least for the first quarter. That's not true. We thought Brexit would create some some turbulence in early spring. That's no longer happening because they've delayed it. Um. Japan seems to be doing okay, uh, and, and Germany doing not okay, but they're they're not they're not slipping into something worse. And Germany seems to be seems to be at the beginning of maybe sliding out. This doesn't mean that that it can't go turn around and go back south. Particularly the data from China, but even the data that that I see us get from Europe has a lot of noise in it, some reporting issues in it. It's possible that things are worse there than than this most recent rash of data say. But at least based on what we see right now, those headwinds seem to be lessening somewhat, and the American economy seems to be moving along okay, with the exception of the manufacturing sector. I want to point out one more thing to you after this break to tell you one point, one place where it's really growing so well, you wonder if it can last. Who is that? 
That's my tease. I'll tell you after this. King Vanya Show, Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, I'm Alyssa with Business 1440, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for over eight years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of our partner schools. It's that simple. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. All right, here's the great selling point of Relief Factor. Well, actually, the greatest selling point is that it works for the great majority of people who use it. But the big selling factor is really this. You can get all the pain relief benefits of Relief Factor without the negative side effects of ibuprofen. A couple of years ago, with great sciatic pain, I would take ibuprofen a lot. And it helped, but the side effects were so awful after a while that I I just had to discontinue use. But that's not the problem with relief factor. So that's huge. So if you've been using any form of ibuprofen, now you don't have to with relief factor. Go to relieffactor.com, check out the pricing, and please give it a try because pain is pretty awful. Or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com. I had never been a trader. I hadn't even really studied a whole lot. And so I was I was brand new to this. My name's Sam. I'm a student with OTA. Tell me why you decided to take classes from Online Trading Academy. I just was kind of at a crossroads. I wanted to uh, look for my next business opportunity. And uh, financial markets had always just kind of appealed to me. Actually, what's nice about everything here with OTA, they can teach you to trade with very small amounts of money uh, and really build everything up from the ground floor. So you really don't need a lot of money to get going with this. Really amazing instructors. How has Online Trading Academy changed your life? I'm a little bit more in control of my destiny going forward. I'm not quite as worried about contract to contract and know that I have some other sources of income. Join us for a free investing class by calling pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA or go to learnwithota.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show Business 1440. Very, very interesting. I've been reading uh, reading a story about uh, there's a new play um, 
you know, that's out there that everyone everyone wants to go see called the Lehman Trilogy. It's about Lehman Brothers, uh, the the uh, bank that uh, eventually failed during the great during the Great Recession and in the peak of the Great Recession. Um, you know, you can get tickets are the best seats if you stand in line to buy the buy the tickets. You could get the best seats for four hundred bucks. If you go on StubHub right now, those seats will go for those those seats uh, will go as high as two thousand dollars, and um, and people are complaining. Well, what kind of world do we live in where people are willing to spend two thousand bucks to see a a play? Although it's a long play, it turns out it's a three and a half hour performance, uh, largely just with three people on on the stage, the three original Lehman Brothers. Um, and I find find that in you know it's so. So it's interesting. People are people are complaining about that, but no one will complain about the uh, actors or the director. I would love to see this play, but I'm not going to spend two thousand dollars to get a seat. Uh, I can tell you that, but it looks very interesting. Um, I it's apparently the rage in, uh, in on Broadway right now in in New York, and so so I'm reading I'm reading about it and wondering if I want to go wondering if I want to figure out a way to try to get a seat maybe in the back that because i don't need to see them up close and personal i just want to i just want to sit through that sit through that and think about it um the one sector i told you before teased you that uh there's the one sector that one sector is is construction that one sector has done amazingly well both in terms of both in terms of GDP and in terms of employment. Looking at the data we have up here in the uh, up, excuse me, within the state of Minnesota, um, most of the growth of employment in the first quarter of 2019 has come from growth in construction employment. Now that's data seasonal, and 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 and, and yes, you would have thought that during that cold snap wouldn't have had so much employment in construction, but things seem to be moving along very nicely. I mean, there's lots of business construction happening. There's commercial construction happening. And my concern comes from, comes from this one little, uh, so if you, uh, my concern, so let me give you the positive news first. Mortgage applications to buy a home up 7.2% year over year. So there's a market out there people are willing to buy. Interest rates are still are still modest, not as not as not as low as they were two to three years ago. But um, the difference between borrowing money at at three for a three and a half or three and three quarters percent mortgage, you'd now be looking at four and a quarter, four and a half, four and three quarters, somewhere in that range, and you're probably you're probably not being deterred by that. Uh, the home builder sentiment numbers were up in April to 63. It's about where where we thought they'd be. Those numbers seem to be going well. The National Association of Home Builders says builders report solid demand for new single-family homes, but they are also grappling with affordability concerns stemming from a chronic shortage of construction workers and buildable lots. Well. <sighs> You know, I keep seeing these reports that we need to encourage the production of more homes. We need to encourage the more, the you know, and, and so we see uh, financial incentives being proposed by folks like Senator Elizabeth Warren. 
and and well you can you can juice demand all you want but if you don't have people to build them you don't have places to build them you have an issue and those are those are land use laws and they're also uh supporting uh the trade supporting the trades by allowing people to have uh to have a uh, um uh, training to become a tradesman. But the last fact, I wanted to get this in before the hour's over. Uh, the architectural billing index fell below uh, 50% for the first time. It's a leading indicator of construction activity in the U.S. It's a 9 to 12 month lead time between architecture buildings and construction spending nationally. ABI, ABI uh, said Many indicators of future work at firms still remain positive, although the pace of growth of design contracts has slowed in recent months. I do pay attention to this one indicator. It's a way I, if you ever, if you want to know who to follow to follow the housing market for me, it's one place, calculatedriskblog.com. Best. He's got the best information. Bill has the best information out there on what's happening in housing. Um, I, I, read it, I read it daily. Uh, and he tracks the ABI, um, and and it is very important to use ABI to keep track of what's happening. And I so I wonder how fast this con- whether how long this will last with construction employment and what impact we'll have. Earth Day, we'll be talking about Earth Day after these messages. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on Business fourteen forty. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.5%, APR 4.78%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 2% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. Three liberal academics joined forces in an approach to climate change that conservatives should enthusiastically embrace. Led by best-selling author Steven Pinker of Harvard, the professors declare there's only one way to free the world from dependence on coal-burning power plants. We need to go nuclear as quickly as possible. In doing so, we could follow France and Sweden, which now derive 75% of their electricity from nuclear after crash programs that took just 20 years. Despite fantasies of environmental absolutists, wind and solar can never support the world's energy needs, leaving nuclear as the only clean, safe source of power. Nuclear plants would also drive down down energy bills, power more electric vehicles, and create literally millions of new jobs. Instead of the radical and oppressive Green New Deal, Republicans should begin promoting a smart, practical, green, nuclear deal and sweep the election on that basis. I'm Michael Medved. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough so you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad... You'll receive 15% off your first month of service. Again, call 763-807-9817. 
Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember, forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. If you could cook up the world's greatest radio station, what ingredients would you need? We'd start by mixing in high-quality, free-range wellness experts. Then we'd add in a generous scoop of the topics that matter most to you. Finally, we'd stir in a certified organic website full of helpful resources and garnish with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not some half-baked idea. It's on the air right now. Wellness Radio 1570, online at Twin Cities Wellness Radio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.